Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Sinkula, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. After working in the corporate world for 17 years, I decided to follow my passion and start my own marketing agency, Digital Dawn. And for the last seven years, I've had the absolute honor of helping other business owners grow in the online space. Here on the Ecom Profit Podcast, I open Pandora's box and share with you and other ecom business owners weekly topics that will help you ramp up your business and explode online. I outline my tried and true D2D methodology that is guaranteed to bring your business results. Oh, and I'm going to bring some incredible guests along the way. My clients know me for being a say-it-like-it-is consultant who is ready to break free from the stuffiness of the corporate world. And as an entrepreneur myself, I try to pull out all the same entrepreneurial passions in others. So get ready to be fired up about your business and let's have a great time. Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Sinkula. And today's topic is going to be about fulfillment. I know, riveting, a riveting topic, and one that so many people don't spend the time to talk about. And that's why we are going to talk about it today on today's episode. So when I talk about fulfillment, let me clarify for you what I'm speaking about specifically, because fulfillment means a lot of things to a lot of different people, and it can mean something different to you than it might mean to me. So when I think about fulfillment, What I'm talking about is when the customer takes the plunge, you as the business owner need to deliver on your promise. So the most amazing products in the world really mean nothing without smooth fulfillment. So for me, that's about getting a product from point A to point B in the time that you said it would get there in a package that's beautiful with a with a clean non-destroyed product that works amazingly and all the things that you said as the business owner were going to happen when I got that product to my door. Now, I'm not going to talk about the specifics of the actual product, although I think that is a really important piece when you think about fulfillment. And you think about how you fulfill your actual product. I I think there's something to be said about getting a delivery or having a product delivered in a beautiful box or in beautiful wrap with a personalized note or with some sort of, um, you know, care and, and consideration. I absolutely think those personalized touches make all the difference in the world when it comes to fulfillment. But what I'm talking about today is the logistics of fulfillment. So getting the product from wherever it comes from to that person that purchased home or business and how you can make that process amazing, how you need to think about it differently, and what are some tips and tricks for how to navigate right now in our world what is potentially going to be one of the most challenging fulfillment sort of fourth quarters we have ever seen? So at the time of this recording, we are getting ready to go into 2021 fourth quarter. And what I will tell you is that 
The shelves of retail brick and mortar businesses are starting to become empty. They are struggling to fulfill the basic products around because of so many different things happening in our world today. What we thought was going to be challenging last year during quote unquote COVID season is almost becoming harder now during what what should be back to normal, right? And what we're seeing across the board from China to Australia to the U.S. is that getting a product from point A to point B is becoming even more of a challenge. Now, if you are a product-based business that runs out of your home or you have control over where you get your products, meaning A lot of you create products from scratch. You have homemade products and or you have products that you've carefully crafted that you now have, you know, being fulfilled or manufactured at a bigger scale. And you you don't rely heavily on, you know, third party fulfillment or you don't rely heavily on products coming in from third parties. But a lot of times some of the products that we use within our within our product is what's becoming challenging as well. So getting supplies is becoming a challenge. Getting tissue paper is becoming a challenge. Getting some of the materials or the raw materials that we need to make our handcrafted products is becoming a challenge. The fulfillment of our products are going to become harder and harder and even more of a challenge as we are struggling with fulfillment across the globe right now. So as a product-based business owner and as someone who also struggles with this in my in my business as well, how do we think about these things? How as a business owner can we, you know, continue to like produce, but not really have control over other people's ability to get that product to us. Now, I'm talking specifically about, you know, if you're sourcing leather, you're sourcing raw materials, you're sourcing toilet paper, you're sourcing tissue paper, you're sourcing anything that has to do with your particular product, you're going to struggle with fulfillment. And here's why. Because in today's society, fulfillment looks very different than it did even a year ago. Now, we know that the world is in some economic crisis. We know that things are challenging at our ports. We know that things are challenging with our workforce. And we know that this is going to have a massive impact on our fulfillment abilities and our ability as e-com business owners to be able to produce and fulfill in a way that is going to make our customers feel magical. I'm all about, like I said at the beginning, I'm all about putting in the beautiful tissue paper and the handwritten note and all of that. Gorgeous, amazing. But if I can't get the paper or the beautiful tissue or I can't get, you know, some of those extra nice, amazing things because fulfillment is so challenging across the globe right now, is it better to just get the product to the customer or is it better to have all of the fluffy things? My opinion, and and I say fluffy sort of in jest, but in my opinion, 
you're going to have far less upset customers if you get them the product that they ordered faster and in a box with less tissue paper or a handwritten note than waiting until you get that tissue paper or the ability to get the handwritten note in the box and wait weeks before you send it to them. So, you know, when you think about this from a long-term perspective, I would hope that these global challenges are short-lived, okay? Getting raw materials, getting things from ports. And a lot of people will say, well, that's why I create things myself, or that's why I don't rely on third parties to be able to do, you know, to to make my product. And I love that. I love the ability to be self-sustaining. But for a lot of e-com business owners, that's just not reality. And some of the products that they need or the raw materials that they need to be able to produce their handcrafted product is reliant on a third party. So if you've listened to my podcast or you've been a part of my Facebook group, you have heard me talk about this before, but I always tell my clients, customers, and basically anybody who will listen, that you should always have a backup. And a backup to the backup at this point is always really, really good. You need to be sourcing materials from a variety of different places. You need to be sourcing your fulfillment um, you know, tissue papers or, or other things or raw materials, you need to have multiple different places that you can get that material. Because in situations like this, I have one client right now who has a very unique raw material that they source. And that unique raw material comes at a price without fulfillment issues. But now that we're in this fulfillment challenge, this raw material is becoming even harder to get a hold of, and it's coming at a higher cost. So the third party that holds this material is recommending that they buy this material or more of this material up front so that they have it at the drop of a hat in case it becomes hard for someone or for for this third party to get it for them. And I thought about that for a little bit and thought, you know, that's that's a good way to think about it. And sure, you definitely should have raw material and have extra products so that if you do get into a pinch and you need it quickly, you've got it readily available. But shouldn't you also do some searching on another supplier for that raw material? And shouldn't you also have a secondary supplier ready to go in case that first supplier isn't able to get you that material? And for a lot of people, that isn't something that they've thought about, nor is it something that is really fun and sexy and takes a lot of time to do. And this is a part of business that a lot of people don't want to talk about, or they don't feel like it's really fun, or they don't really think that it's important until you're in a situation where you need that raw material and it's unavailable to you, or you're not putting that special touch on the packaging and you're waiting for three weeks to get your tissue paper. Then it becomes a problem, right? And I'm just using tissue paper as an example because I think it's you know one of those things that a lot of us put into our packaging and it's going to become problematic, right? So that's what I mean when I'm talking about fulfillment, raw materials, getting things from third parties, being able to get it from point A to point B. That 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 piece of it is is part of what I'm talking about. But let's shift a little bit in talking about lead time from when someone orders to when it actually gets to their house. So 
let's assume now that you have a, a secondary supplier or that you've got a secondary option for how you're going to package your your um, products or how you're going to send your your gift or how you're going to send your handmade note or whatever. You, you've got a backup in place. And I think a backup to the backup is good at this point, but definitely having one backup. So let's just say now I order a product from you and it's, you know, supposed to be with you and I order and then it's supposed to be with me in a matter of, you know, five to seven business days. Okay, so five to seven business days is a typical, you know, order time frame. Right. And when I think about this, I think about, gosh, you know, in the days of Amazon Prime, most people are used to getting things within 24 hours, 48 hours, three days max. And they become impatient. Even in the best of days, five to seven business days felt like forever when I could get it on Amazon and it would come the next day. Well, many of you know Amazon is struggling. What used to be overnight or two-day delivery is now taking three to four days. And that's not necessarily um, unique to Amazon. It's happening across the United States, Canada, and other places. And a lot of it has to do with the postal system, has a lot to do with um, you know, UPS, it has a lot to do with FedEx, has a lot to do with the shortage of workers. So how are you as a product-based business owner, not only going to combat the fact that you may potentially have product raw material supply fulfillment issues, but now secondarily, you're looking at having point A to point B problems, meaning I order it, I'm supposed to get it in five to seven days, and now it's going to take two weeks, three weeks, four weeks to get. So I encourage you as a business owner, if you haven't sat down and thought about what is a reasonable amount of time to get a product from your shipping to a customer and how you're going to think about it during fourth quarter where things are going to be even more challenging. How are you going to up-level the expectations that your customers are going to have? How are you going to up-level that experience? If you can't put that handwritten note, or if you can't you know, put in the, the amazing tissue paper, and it's going to take twice as long to get there as it normally would, what as a product-based business owner, what are you to do? How is this going to work? Well, Never fear. I am not a, a person of gloom and doom. I'm a person of practicality. And so what I like to do is I like to think of all of the worst case scenarios that could possibly happen and figure out solutions for each of those worst case scenarios. So let's just say, like I said, for, for raw materials, having a backup to the backup and spending the time to be able to do that, that's one solution. Having options for your customers around shipping is also an option, meaning if you typically ship UPS or you typically, let's, let's back up, let's say you typically ship uh, United States Postal Service and you know that it is taking much longer than the five to seven business days that you are promising. Maybe you give options to upgrade to a UPS. Maybe you give FedEx as an upgrade, or maybe you encourage them to do overnight shipping with an extra cost or something along those lines so that your customers are not going to be disappointed if they do not get their product in the five to seven days. I think one of the biggest 
um, challenges small business owners face is that they maybe don't necessarily recognize some of these things about fulfillment until it's too late. So until you've had the customer complain, it took 14 days to get my product when you said it was going to be five to seven, then we're scrambling trying to figure out alternate solutions. But having other distributors, having other um, ways to get your product to the customer is really important. Now, sometimes people are using um, Amazon as a third-party fulfillment. Sometimes people are using other third-party fulfillment centers and they're still struggling, right? Because it is about getting it through the courier system and being able to get it to that customer in time. And some of that is out of your control. So what I always like to recommend is that one, you are really truly transparent with your customers on your website about how long it is actually taking right now. And if you don't know that, you need to go back and you need to track your packages using the different platforms that you're shipping through. So United States Postal Service, FedEx, DHL, um, UPS, you need to track your packages and you need to see actually how long it is actually taking from the time of pickup to the time of delivery. And make sure that you're being really transparent on your website about how long it's taking using either of those or any of those um, courier systems or, or shipping services. Because then I think people are really can make some informed decisions about whether or not they want to wait that long and or upgrade to get maybe priority shipping, overnight shipping, something along those lines if they really need that product. Now, as we're going into fourth quarter, that's going to be even more challenging for people because we know that the, the courier systems get busy. We know shipping systems get busy. We know we're in a tight um, you know, crunch with the labor shortage. We know that we're already having supply chain issues. We know that we're all of these things, right, are happening. And so it's important that you are transparent with your customers and telling them how long it's actually going to take. I also highly encourage you to spend some time talking to your customers via email and telling them to order early telling them to make sure that if they want to get this product in time for Christmas or for any holiday or for any gift giving, that they order with plenty of lead time so that there isn't any question about, is it going to make it in time for Christmas? Now, at the time of this podcast, as I said, this is going into fourth quarter, but this is true any time of the year. You don't want to disappoint your customers by telling them it's five to seven business days and then having it there 14 days later. And you particularly don't want to do this during the holiday holiday season. So sending emails to your customers on a regular basis is an entirely different podcast that I have had conversations about. But these are the types of things that you can talk to your customers about during and in your weekly newsletters or weekly updates that you're sending out. Talk to them about how long it's taking from a shipping perspective. Talk to them about the challenges that you're having with your raw materials. Tell them what you're doing to combat that. Tell them the solution that you have to the potential issue that's out there and how if they do X, Y, and Z, they will get their product in time, it will be fulfilled, and that you will deliver on the promise that you've made. And I think more times than not, if you are transparent with your customers and telling them honestly that you are um, 
struggling with this or that you know that this is going to take longer and you're encouraging them or incentivizing them to take action in a different way, they are more likely to do that versus having someone be very disappointed by not getting the product or not fulfilling it in the correct amount of time. So I think all of this is going to be a really interesting conversation to have in another six months or so after we get through the holiday season. I wonder what fulfillment is going to look like when customers actually do take that plunge. Are they going to still struggle? Are we as e-commerce businesses going to still struggle with fulfillment? Are we going to struggle to, you know, be able to have the products, the raw materials, the the specialized personal notes and, and tissue are, you know, we still going to struggle to get our products from point A to point B? Or is this a short term, short lived problem? I am going to lean on the side of thinking that this is a longer term problem that we as e-com business owners are going to need to face and understand. And if even if it is short term or short lived, I think as business owners, we always need to have a plan for a worst case scenario. Fulfillment just happens to be one of those right now that I feel like is at the tip of a worst case scenario. But as a business owner, you should always have what I like to call a risk management plan in place, a backup plan in place, a what if plan, the 100 year flood plan, the COVID never would have happened plan, you know, like those types of things, if COVID has taught us nothing else, it's that we need to be nimble, we need to be able to adjust, and we need to be able to see what potentially could happen if this sort of thing. So I encourage you to spend a little time before the holiday season and figure out what is happening in your fulfillment. Where are there gaps? Where are there breakdowns in process? Where are there breakdowns in raw material or production? And where is the challenge with fulfillment from getting it from point A to point B through your courier system? How can you combat that and be proactive this holiday season and into next season as this is going to be a longer term problem I think we're going to face? I wish you all the best of luck as you work through your fulfillment opportunities or challenges. I'd love to hear from you if you don't have any um, fulfillment challenges or if you found a great solution. I would love to hear and have you comment and reach out to me and tell me what's working and tell me what's going on in your e-commerce business. I'm all about sharing tips and tricks and things from other people. And if you're interested in potentially being highlighted on the Ecom Profit Podcast, we'd love to hear from you as well. All you need to do is reach out to us at support at digitaldawnagency.com and my team will take it from there. I look forward to talking to you again about this and other e-com profit opportunities. And until next time, thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you've heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you'd like to see if you're a good fit to work with the Digital Dawn team, head over to digitaldawnagency.com forward slash contact and let's book a call. Thanks so much again. And until next time.